Welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast coming to you from Tabernacle of Praise Church International, York, South Carolina. I'm Bishop Alfred Jackson. I'm thankful that you've tuned in today. and I pray that the message will bless you and impact your life in a powerful way. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the message. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So good. Mm. Yes. You've been. Yes. Oh. Mm. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the book of Psalm. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Psalm 103. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Verses 1 through 5 is where we will read from today for our text, but we're really going to use the entire psalm. Psalm 103, read again verses 1 through 5. Hallelujah. Woo. I'm going to read it from the King James this time. <laughs> Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the, from the pit who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good as long as you live so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. One translation says, who satisfies my mouth with good things 
so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Amen. I want to talk about don't lose sight of your blessedness. Amen. Just finished singing it. Amen. But the Lord said to us, is saying to us today, don't lose sight of how blessed you are. Don't ever lose sight of how blessed you are. Father, thank you for your word, the power of your word. Thank you that when your word goes forth, it does not return to you void, but it will accomplish all that you desire. Thank you that you prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. Grant me a fresh anointing of your spirit. Allow me to minister under your anointing. Through your anointing, yokes will be destroyed. And burdens removed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We are blessed people. Are you blessed? I am blessed. I am blessed. Yet there are times, there are times when it may not seem like we're blessed. Right? But we're still blessed. Whether it seems like it or not. You know? Uh, There are times when we must go through tests and trials. Amen. But we're still blessed. There are times when affliction comes in our lives, but we're still blessed. There are times when the storms of life rage, but we are still blessed. And it's important to know and to speak uh, that, that you, that we are blessed. It's important for you to speak that over your life. Uh, blessed above and beyond. Blessed Beyond measure. Amen. I thought about the song that says, as I look back over my life and think things over, I can truly say that I've been blessed. And it goes on to say, I've got a testimony. Praise the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. There are things that have been decreed over your life or decreed for you in Scripture that you have a right to, but we must believe and speak them regardless regardless of what we see with our natural eye, amen, or regardless of what we feel in our body, amen. We have to remember that we live by faith and not by feeling, amen. And I have to always remember that. We live by faith and not by feeling. We live by faith and not even by what we see with the natural eye. That's why the Lord will give you the spirit of discernment so you see with the eye of the spirit and not with, the eye, with your natural, natural eyes. Listen to what the scripture says about Abraham receiving the promises of God, the promise of God, even though with the natural eye, it seemed impossible for it to happen. In Romans chapter 4, verses 16 and 17, you read that, read that fourth chapter of, of Romans. It, it says this about Abraham in verses 16 and 17. Uh, Therefore, the promise comes by faith, so that it may be by grace and may, and may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offsprings. Galatians chapter 3, verse 29 says, if we be Christ." Uh, then are we Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So the promise was given to Abraham, amen, and given to the Jews, but what? Because we belong to Jesus Christ, we're heirs according to the promise. It goes on to say, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who have the faith of Abraham, all right? Uh, He is the father of us all. As it is written, 
I have made your father many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed. The God, listen, the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. Mm, do you hear that? Amen, amen. He's speaking of Abraham. He is our father in the sight of God in, whom, in, in the God in whom he believed. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. And then jump down uh, later on in that chapter. Uh, it says, without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about 100 years old. Now, you know what it's talking about. God promised him a son. Amen. God promised him not just a son, but God promised him that through his seed, all of the nation of the earth would be blessed. For that to happen, Abraham had to have a son. Amen. Because it's through the seed of Abraham. All right. And Abraham was 100 years old, 99 years old, when God made the promise. <laughs> yes. Amen. When God made the promise. He says, since he was about 100 years old and Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promises of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded, being fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he had promised. So then Abraham believed and Abraham spoke. Amen. Do you, are you fully persuaded? See, the, the problem with a lot of Christians is that we're not fully, fully persuaded because we go by what we see. And we don't live by faith. We go by what someone tells us and not by what the Bible tells us. Amen. Amen. Hear the Lord this morning. Amen. Amen. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. Amen. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into being those things that were not. The God who gives life to the dead. That's some dead stuff. Amen. It needs to come to life in your life. Are you hearing me? There's some, there's some things that have death that's been decreed over you. But God is the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being those things that were not. You got to hear God. Amen. Amen. Yes, you go, the doctor will say one thing. Your friend may say another thing. But what did God say? Yeah, Paul said, the God who gives life to the dead and calls them to be in things that were not. The, the King James says, he called those things that be not as though they were. And guess what? You and I have the same ability. Amen. Abraham did not consider what he saw, amen, with his natural eye, but without wavering in his faith, amen, he believed what God said. Amen. 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 Now, you know, the Bible says if you have the faith the size of a grain of mustard seed, you can say to the mountain, be removed, and it will be cast into the midst of the sea. Amen. But you know what? This, 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 this faith that we're talking about here for us to have is the same spirit of faith that Abraham had. Amen. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13 says, it is written, I believe, therefore I have spoken. What do you believe? What are you speaking? Amen. What, what do you believe? 
What are you speaking? Amen. Every time I speak to somebody, they're, oh, you're looking good. I say, I thank the Lord. I look good. Amen. But I plan to live to be 100 and still. Amen. I'm going to preach my last sermon at 99 in heaven. Let's God have another plan. Amen. Amen. Then, then at 100, I'm going to close my eyes and go to sleep to go on to be with the Lord. Amen. And so when I die, if y'all still living, just rejoice in the Lord. Amen. Come and just dance and praise the Lord because I believe, therefore, I have spoken. Amen. When pains hit my body, I say, by your stripes, I am healed. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When my body is tired, my strength is in the Lord. The Lord is my strength. Amen. When, when depression tries to, tries to enter in, I say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The same spirit of faith that Abraham had. Amen. The spirit of the phrase spirit of faith means attitude or outlook of faith. Paul was not referring to a special gift of faith here uh, as he referred to in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, but rather to that attitude of faith that ought to belong to every believer, to every believer. I don't just believe Jesus for my salvation, and I do. I believe him for my salvation. I believe in the finished work of Christ on Calvary. But between, between here and the time that the Lord calls me home, I've got to live. Are you hearing me? Between where you are, if you're, if you're 19, if you're 21, until the Lord calls you home, if it's at 70, 80, or 90, you've got to live, and the Lord wants you living by faith. And you've got to have the attitude, the same attitude of faith that Abraham had. Amen. I'm getting to, don't forget your blessing. All of this is tied to it. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. So the true witnesses, the, a true witness for God is based on faith in God. The God who created something out of nothing. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into being those things that were not. Amen. That's, that, that, that's where our faith is always or should always be. As I said, you're going to hear a whole lot of things as you go through this life. Amen. But you got to believe in the God who gives life, hallelujah, eh, to the dead and causing to be in those things that were not. And this faith comes from God's Word. Romans 12, the foundation is in Jesus, but it's through the Word. Romans 12 and, and, and Romans 10 and 17 talks about us believing believing the just live the just live by faith amen and we, we believe god we believe god's ability we believe the power of god we believe the faithfulness of god we believe the word of god therefore we speak faith comes by hearing the word of the lord when I hear the word of the lord then I speak amen what the word of the lord says uh, let me tell you something, saints of God. Amen. Nothing closes a believer's mouth. Listen to this. Nothing closes, closes a believer's mouth like unbelief. If you don't believe, you're going to shut your mouth. In Luke chapter, chapter, in Luke chapter 1, verse 20, when the angel of the Lord came and spoke to Zechariah, he didn't believe what the Lord said, and the Lord shut his mouth. And he couldn't speak until... The child was born till John was born. If you don't believe, then you're not going to speak what the word of the Lord says. You're going to speak what you believe. If you believe you're poor, that's what you're going to speak. You believe you're sick, that's what you're going to speak. Mm. 
Nothing closes your mouth to, from the vantage point of faith than unbelief. And nothing brings a marginal believer to the point of unbelief like losing sight of his or her blessedness. You know, some of us are not yet in there. You know, some of us are on the fringes. You know, we say, we're trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. What, what's, what we have to do is stop trying and just be. Amen. And stop confessing, I'm trying, and just be. Amen. When you find yourself not being, push yourself to being. Amen. Push yourself to being who, who you are in, in the Lord. When I, when, I, when I read that again, you know, the Lord took me to Galatians chapter 3, verse 1. It says, oh, foolish Galatians, who bewitched you? In essence, Paul said, you started out in faith. Now you're going back under the law. So you started out believing. Now you've gone to unbelief. That means you've been bewitched. There are folk in the church that have been bewitched. That's why you have to stop dipping and dabbling. Amen. You have to stay in God. Amen. You have to watch out with these horoscopes, amen, because that's witchcraft, amen. You have to watch out with all of this amulets and everything you, 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 you're wearing, amen, and what you're listening to on Facebook and, and, and Instagram and all of these people who are engaged in the New Age movement, and they, they become your Bible, and you forget the word of the Lord. You become bewitched. The Lord is trying to build you in faith. The Lord puts you in a church, amen, that preaches and teaches faith and trying to build you. But your Bible is, is, is Instagram. Your Bible is, is WhatsApp. Your Bible is, your Bible is, is TikTok. Your Bible, you, you, you're there watching all of that stuff and believing all that stuff. Your Bible is your friend. Are your friends. And you become bewitched. The devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he, he may devour. And he knows which, his, which tools to use to get to your mind and to your spirit. Just stay in faith. Somebody says, stay in faith. And I believe this is part of the reason that the psalmist was inspired to pen these words. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Give me just a little bit more volume up here. All that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. Continue to bless the Lord. You know, now, 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 saints, you know what? We, are, we tend to be, we are basically visual people. Visual people. Amen? Uh, we depend too much on sight. But the Bible teaches us that we're people of faith. Amen? Not, we're not to be dependent. Yeah, you, yeah, you need your natural sight and uh, the ability uh, to, to, to see and get around. Amen? Amen? You need that. God. But for faith, we should not be physically visual people. We depend upon Holy Spirit and the Word of the Lord. The Holy Spirit gives us the spirit of discernment. He gives us the word of wisdom. He gives us the word of knowledge so that we do not live and operate by sight. By sight. Amen. Amen. We operate in faith and by faith, which will enable us, which will enable us to be more 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 acutely aware of, the, of his presence and his blessings in our lives. Amen. So the psalmist says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. 
The psalmist says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord. Amen. O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Amen. Then as a way of support, of support to the fact that we are blessed, amen, when it doesn't seem like we are blessed, he begins to enumerate the blessings. Uh, you read that, he begins to enumerate. Now, notice he doesn't say you got a new car. <laughs> he doesn't say you got new clothes. Uh, he doesn't even say you got a husband or a wife. Look at the blessings that he enumerates. But he does say he satisfies your mouth with good things. Then he goes on to talk about justice of the oppressed and making known his ways to Moses, how the Lord is slow to anger and abounded in love, how he doesn't harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us uh, as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. Amen. He enumerates the blessings. Amen. Tell your neighbor, don't lose sight of your blessedness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't lose sight. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. What happens if you lose sight of your blessedness? Praise the name of Jesus. You start to murmur and complain. When you lose sight of your blessedness, you start to murmur and complain. You'll complain against God. You'll complain against your leaders in the church. Amen. You'll complain about other people. You'll murmur about other When you lose sight of your blessedness, I never will forget Bishop Jake Priest's message, and he said the key to, to, to ministry is a memory. When you can think about where God brought you from, what God brought you out of. Amen. Amen. You lose sight of, of, of your source, and you begin to look somewhere else for your blessings. When you lose sight of your blessedness, your level of expectancy, your level of hope in God will decrease and you will cease operating and speaking by faith. Rather than speaking definitely, then you'll start speaking impossibilities. Well, I hope so. Well, I believe God. God's going to do this thing. I stand on the word. Of, no, I hope so. <laughs> then you'll begin to drift farther and farther away from God. And eventually defeat will be your portion when you lose sight of your blessedness. But we need to understand this morning what's going to help us, uh, what do we need to do in order not to lose our blessedness. Amen? First, we need to keep our blessedness before us day and night. Keep our blessedness before us in front of your eyes. You can't keep my blessedness. It's no sense of you. Oh, Bishop is just blessed. All day long. Oh, Bishop is just blessed. Bishop got this, Bishop. What about you? Take your eyes off of me. Look at yourself. Hallelujah. When you read this scripture, when you read this scripture, it says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. It's like David is commanding his own soul to bless the Lord. David is not asking his soul for permission to give him praise. He's telling his soul, bless the Lord. You know, when we sing that, we sing, I'm blessed. Was that the song I was thinking about, Lord? Amen. Uh, uh, it was a song I was thinking about, 
Oh, yeah. Okay, the same song. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. Now, and, and it's okay to do this, but we say, I will bless the Lord, oh, my soul. No, but the psalm is saying, bless the Lord. This psalm is, is like a command to bless the Lord and a command not to forget all of the Lord's benefits. Amen. Amen. Now, we sing the song, I command my hands. Yeah. I command my feet. All right. So why must we command these things? We must command these things because we are prone to forget. We're prone to be unmindful of what the Lord is doing in our lives and how the Lord has blessed us. Not all of us, but some of us. Some of us have learned this process. Amen. We've learned the importance of them. We're, we're, we're prone to lose sight of the Lord's blessedness when things don't seem to be as such in our lives. We're going through, and we tend to forget. We tend to focus on what's present. Amen. We do. We tend to focus on what's present in the here and the now. Amen. We, we, yeah, we, we, might even, we might even get bewitched and become distracted by things and circumstances of life and allow our minds to wander from God. That's why the devil will use distractions because he wants your mind to wander from God. So all of these things that distract you cause you to wander away from God. That's what the devil wants to do. Amen. But when we daily, can somebody say daily? When we daily command, command our souls, which means our will, our minds, our emotions, amen, to bless the Lord, we keep God as our focus. And saints, we need God as our focus. We do. Amen. We need praising him and remembering his benefits as our focus every day of our lives. When God is your focus daily, you begin to see his might. When God is your focus daily, you begin to see his power. When God is your focus daily, you begin to see his sovereignty. When God is your focus daily, you begin to see his excellence. When God is your focus daily, you begin to see his wisdom manifested. You begin to see his magnanimity. Amen. You begin to see, glory to God, his Massiveness. You begin to see it when he's your focus daily. Ooh, yeah, yeah. When he's your focus daily, he's so great, he's so powerful, then you begin to see how small everything else is in comparison to your God. But he's got to be your focus. You got to command and, and the way he's your focus, you begin to command your soul. You know you're blessed, but you're not speaking it every day. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not basking in your blessedness every day. Yeah. Other things have gotten your attention. Amen. So when you see how big and how powerful 
God is. And when you see how wise and how mighty and how magnificent God is, then you don't fear sickness. You don't fear defeat. When you see how big your God is, you don't fear the challenges of the enemy. Bow down to me. If you don't bow down, I will throw you in the fiery furnace. Be it known to you, O king. Uh, we're not going to bow down because our focus is on God. And the God we serve is able, hallelujah, even if he doesn't deliver us, he's able to deliver us from your hands, O king. Are you hearing me? Because you're focusing on God and his blessedness in your life. And you know, oh, I'm jumping ahead of myself. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come to that part. So, so, so we, need to, we need to stay here. We need to keep our focus on God and command our souls, our will, our minds, and our emotions. Regardless of what comes, don't forget the Lord's blessedness. Don't forget God's goodness. Don't forget that he's a healer. Don't forget that he's a deliverer. Don't forget that he's a sustainer. Don't forget that he's a keeper. Don't forget he's a way out of no way. Don't forget he's a bridge over troubled waters. Don't forget he's a shelter in the time of a storm. Don't forget! Bless the Lord, oh my soul. If you don't bless the Lord, that's all right. But for me, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. Is anybody in the house this morning? Amen. Then, then as you do this, as you do this, you learn, amen, um, you learn to count it joy when things don't go your way. Amen. You're focusing on the blessedness of God and this little glitch and the system happens. And so you don't get all frustrated now. Am I talking to anybody? You don't get all frustrated now because this is a glitch in the system. And the God that you serve is bigger than the glitch. Ah, my, 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 my. Amen. I, I talked about this glaucoma issue, but the God that I serve is bigger than glaucoma. Are you hearing me? That's the name of Jesus. I thank God for my doctors. I thank God for medicine. But Jehovah Rapha is my healer. Are you understanding me? And as long as there's sight in these eyes, I'm going to see glory to the name of Jesus. And if the Lord takes the sight away, I'm going to see by faith glory to the name of Jesus. I will not stop preaching. I will not stop going glory to the name of Jesus. I'll get somebody to walk by my side glory to the name of Jesus. And I will stand and preach the gospel. I will go on the mission field. Amen. I'm not going to get back in a corner and sit down and cry because of this situation. Are you understanding me? I, because I've learned to count it joy when I fall in a diver's trials. Amen. I thank God for the word. Amen. Does anybody here thank God for the word? God knows what we need when we need it. I thank God for the word. I count it joy when I fall in a diver's trials. Oh, Lord, have mercy. 
forgive me for yelling this morning. I tried to tone it down a little bit. Hallelujah. But you just got to understand. Amen. You just got to understand. Amen. 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 The Panthers not paying me. Glory to, to the name of Jesus. The Ravens are not paying me. They've not done anything for me. Glory to the name of Jesus. I've not gotten one nickel from them. But every time I look around, the Lord is blessing me. Hallelujah. So if I'm going to use my energy, if I'm going to get excited, I'm going to get excited about Jesus. I'm going to yell. Oh, bless the Lord, oh, my soul and all that is within me. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. You got to learn to count it joy. You got to learn you got to learn to count it joy, amen, when you fall in the divers' trials. You see, because what may, seem, what may seem to be adverse may be working out something good in your life. Mm. I said what seems to be adverse may be working something good in your Ooh, thank you, Jesus. So don't throw in the towel. Don't cede victory to the enemy. Amen. Don't give up. Glory to the name of Jesus. When the doctor told me that I had cancer, it was stage four. Amen. I didn't. I don't know what all that stuff was. I just know what he said. He said you got cancer. I said, well, it need to come out. It was stage four stomach cancer. Amen. I just said when he told me that, I didn't get upset. I really didn't get upset. Amen. I just said, well, doctor, it ain't got no business being there. It got to come out. Amen. 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 And I began to think about that thing, and I and I began to quote the word. Amen. Because what I did was I surrounded my people, my, myself with people of faith. Amen. When I was listen to broadcast. I will listen, amen, to people who preach and taught faith, amen. So I began to confess, I shall live and not die, amen, to proclaim the wonderful works of God, amen. I don't know how long the Lord has for me. I'm claiming 100. Don't, don't forget that. Don't forget that, amen. That means I got 31 more years. Glory to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to make these 31 years good, amen. I'm going to make the most, amen. If God give me 35, that's all right, amen. I'll still preach, amen, at 105. Amen. Uh, if you give me 110, that's all right. Amen. But I'm going to make the most of these 31 more years. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of Jesus. Because I shall live and not die and proclaim the wonderful works of God. So don't see victory. Don't see victory. When something happens, the Bible says, count it joy. Count it all joy. The devil wants to take your joy. So he sends all these people with these messages. Amen. Which to you. And then people, people to get around you. And if you aren't careful, you get in that sorrowful state and you want everybody to feel, feel sorry for you. Get out of that. You ain't sorry. Amen. You are God's wonderful creation. Amen. You've been bought with a price. Amen. Amen. You belong to God. Hallelujah. You are special in God's sight. Amen. Jesus died on the cross for you. Jesus shed his precious precious blood for you. God raised him from the dead on the third day for you. Amen. You are important to God. Amen. So get out of that mode. Amen. Stop feeling sorry. Amen. And feel happy. Command Ooh, yourself to bless the Lord. Amen. So when things don't go your way, 
It may be a test of your faith. The trying of your faith works patience. And when patience has had its perfect work, you shall be complete. You shall be entire, not lacking anything. Amen. Amen. So when things don't seem to be going your way, don't, don't just buckle up and die. Command yourself to bless the Lord because God is working in the midst. Oh, all things work together for good. I said all things work together for the good. I said all things work together for good to those who what? Love the Lord and are called according to his purposes. Oh, my, you can't see how it's working, but you don't have to see. You live by faith. Amen. It ain't your business to see. Amen. Stop trying to see with your natural eye. Well, I can't figure out how this is going to work. Amen. I just lost my job, and I can't see how I'm going to pay my bills. You ain't got to see. Amen. Amen. You live by faith. Glory to the name of Jesus. Am I talking to anybody in this house? Is anybody living by faith in this house? Amen. Does anybody believe God in this house? Don't, don't, don't throw in the towel when things are not going the way you think they ought to go. Just keep on living by faith. Amen. And count it joy. Amen. When these trials come your way. Amen. Because there's a purpose in what's happening in your life. Last thing. Last thing. Recount the Lord's faithfulness to you to your family and your friends and to the world every day. When you read this psalm, the psalmist is just not talking about him. He talks about what God does for Israel. Are you hearing me? So it's important not to just get focused in on you and what God has done for you. Oh, Lord, that's a, thank you, Jesus. Tell yourself, yes, how good God has been to you. Amen. Because your mind needs to be set in order about the goodness of God in your life. And the only way to do this is to keep it in the forefront of your mind by speaking to yourself, amen, about the goodness of God in your life. Uh, it's, not, it's not enough to tell me that you are blessed and highly favored, as I said earlier, but you got to tell yourself. You got to tell yourself. You got to confess it to yourself. Amen. Amen. You got to tell yourself that you are the head only and not the tail. You got to tell yourself that you are above only and not beneath. You got to tell yourself that you are blessed in the city. You're blessed when you go out of the city. You're blessed in the country. Amen. You're blessed in the field. Amen. You got to tell yourself, amen, that your pocketbook is blessed, that your wallet is blessed. Amen. That your cash app account is blessed. Amen. That your investment account is blessed. Amen. That your holler, are you understanding me? You got to tell yourself, amen, that your pantry is blessed, that your refrigerator is blessed, that your freezer is blessed. You got to speak this to Glory to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That, oh, yes, Lord. You got to tell yourself that you're more than a conqueror because you are God's purchased possession. Amen. You got to tell yourself that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. Yes, you need to recount God's blessings in your life to yourself. But then you need to go a bit deeper. Somebody say, go deeper. Holly, somebody shout, go deeper. Say, so I got to go deeper. Yes, I can talk about what God has done for me. But my God is a generational God. 
He's the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. He was my grandmama's God. He was my mama's God. He was my daddy's God. And I grew up in a family, amen, who, who believed in God, amen. I would see my grandmama, glory to the name of Jesus, amen. Her husband died before I was born, amen. But I would see my grandmother get up every day, and I would see her reading the Bible when I was around her. And I would see her talking by faith, and I could see her depending on God to sustain her, amen. I could see my daddy with a fifth grade education, amen, start his own business. At one time, he had three pubwood trucks, amen, that he, that, that, that he bought, that he owned. My mama didn't work outside of the home, but daddy supported 11 children. I, I, I'm talking about what God will do. Amen. I could see my mama, amen, when she would believe God for healing in her body. When the Baptist church didn't believe in healing, oh no, they didn't. They didn't even preach healing. They didn't even talk about healing. But mama was watching Oral Roberts on television. Amen. And she began to pray for healing in her body. I saw that. So now I can not only talk about my faith, but I can talk about the faith of my father's. I can talk about the faith of my grandmother. Amen. The, the only grandparent that I really know, that I really knew, I could talk about their faith. I could talk about the faith of the older people in church. Amen. I stayed in the church. Amen. Are you understanding me? I stayed around old people. You know, you know, we didn't grow up in this generation where, where young people feel like old people don't have anything to say. Not for me, anyhow. I grew up in a generation where I like to go and visit some of the old women in the church. Amen. I walked three miles to go visit this old lady who lived in a shack up on the hill. And I sat in that house and I talked to that woman and I could hear that woman as she walked to church on Sunday morning singing the songs of Zion as she passed by our house. What did that do for me? That built faith in me. Hallelujah. Because I saw people believe in God. I saw people who didn't have much. I saw people who were not educated. They didn't even have a high school diploma, but they believed in God. They didn't know how to talk correctly, but they believed in God. Amen. They believed that God would make a way out of no way. That old woman would pass by a house. Amen. I hear on Sunday morning because she would get to church before everybody else. Walking, amen, three miles to get to church. And she passed by the house singing, how I got over. My soul looks back and wonder how I got over. And I grew up singing that song, and I realized that I'm, if I'm going to make it over, it's going to be by the power of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. Those of you who, those of you who have faithful grandparents, you need to hang around them. Those of you who know some old people who love the Lord, you need to get with them and hang around them sometime. Amen, amen. Sometimes they might teach you something. Amen, because everything doesn't happen overnight. Amen. We have, we have learned how to wait on God. And we've learned that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Are you hearing me today? Keep on waiting on God. It may not happen tomorrow, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Oh, Jesus. So, so I, I encourage you today. I encourage you today. I encourage you today. Don't lose sight of your blessedness. God is good to you. Hallelujah. 
If you lose sight of your blessedness, you're going to go back. You're going to turn around. Amen. You're going to lose faith. But don't lose sight of your blessedness. So, so, so you got to command. You got to command yourself to bless the Lord. You got to command your soul. You got to command your mind. You got to command your will. Ah, that means I may not feel like it, but I'm going to bless the Lord. Hallelujah. If I wake up in the morning and my body is racked with pain, I'm going to say, I bless you, Lord. I give you praise, God. I thank you for a body that can have pain. And now I rebuke the pain in the name of Jesus. I thank you for life. I thank you for health. God, I give you praise in the midst of what I'm going through. Learn to count it joy. When you fall in the diverse trials, because the trial of your faith is going to work patience in you. It's going to develop, develop what you need to make it through these trials. Because what you're going through right now is preparing you for what's going to come. You got to be able to stand. And you got to be able to be a, an example for somebody who, who's watching you. For some young person whose eyes are on you, hallelujah, then you got to think about not just yourself, but this is a generational faith. So, there are some testimonies in the body of Christ. Trevor has talked about us sharing testimonies online so people can understand and know how we got to where we are. Because all of us haven't always been, none of us have been where we are always. This has been a journey. Are you hearing me? This has been a journey. Some ups and some downs, some hills and some valleys, some mountains to climb, some hurts and some pains, but we're still here. Oh, yeah. Oh, that song that the wine and sing, millions didn't make it, but I'm one of the ones who did. Oh, my goodness. You know, I know pastors who gave up. I know pastors who've thrown in the towel. Amen. It, it just baffled me when I was in seminary and, and I knew this guy who was in school with me and I met him later on in life. He said, you know, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not a pastor anymore. I'm not, I'm not even preaching anymore. And I'm saying, you know, what could, have, what could you have gone through? But he's not the only one who's thrown in the towel. He's not the only one who's given up. Millions didn't make it, but I'm still here. Are you still here? Are you still here? You've been through some hard times, but you're still here. You cried in the midnight hour, but you're still here. Your, your, your heart was broken, but, but you're still here. Can somebody shout, I'm still here? Oh, yes. The Lord has been good to me. Oh, yes. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So this morning, this morning, as you think about your blessedness, listen. If you are not, if you've not committed your life to Jesus, yes, the Lord allows it to rain on the just and the unjust. But because it's raining at your house, doesn't mean that things are right with your soul. Doesn't mean that you will spend an eternity with Jesus. Because you're able to get, to, to get a new car, but you've not committed your life to Christ, 
doesn't mean that the Lord has favored you. It doesn't. Satan is a liar, the father of lies. He's deceitful. He's tricky. He's a diabolical one. And he knows how to make it seem like in your mind that the Lord is the one who's blessing you. In the overarching scheme of things, God is in control of every situation. Right? But if you've not given your life to Jesus, there's no commitment on the Lord's part. First of all, to save you. Because salvation goes farther than a new car. Salvation is much, 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 much deeper than a new job or raise on your job. Salvation is much, 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 much greater than somebody standing on the stage talking about how good God is and everything they're doing is dishonoring God. Much deeper. The Lord Jesus died on the cross to satisfy God's righteous requirement of the law. That righteous requirement says the soul that sins must surely die. Now, the Bible has declared all of us sinners. No human sacrifice is sufficient to satisfy God's righteous requirement. Jesus Christ, the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, had no human DNA in his body. So he did not inherit Adam's sin. All of the rest of us, every person born in the earth realm, inherited Adam's sin. We're born in sin, shaped in iniquity. Jesus' blood was righteous. No sin. He died. He shed his blood. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. He shed his blood so that all who believe in him and accept what he did for them can be saved. He satisfied God's righteous requirement to make it possible for us to be saved. Now, unless you have come to that point where you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. And you move further than belief and say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I accept your provision for me. Come into my life. Be my Savior. Be my Lord. Save me, Lord Jesus. Unless you come to that point and you've given your life to Jesus, you're not saved. You're still under condemnation. And if you die in your sins, the Bible makes it very plain that you will not go to heaven. In hell, you will open your eyes. You'll be conscious of what's happening right there in hell. 
Now, salvation is not a fire insurance policy like we preached the other Sunday. All right? We're not trying to frighten you into accepting Jesus. We're presenting the facts to you. We're presenting the truth, excuse me. We're presenting the truth to you. If you will believe that truth, you may not understand it all, but you can understand enough to know that you need salvation. And faith in Christ Jesus is the only way to be saved. If you're here today, if you're watching me online, you know you need to be saved. I'm asking you. I'm pleading with you today. Will you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior? And if you will do that, if you're sitting in here, get up from where you are. Yeah, just get up from where you are. Raise your hand first. We'll pray for you. And if you feel uncomfortable walking down front, somebody will walk with you. We're not trying to embarrass anybody. Just trying to speak truth to you. Because you can go around and you can start talking about how blessed you are and you're out of the will of God. You're missing one key important ingredient, one key ingredient, Jesus Christ. And faith in Christ leads to salvation. If you're watching me online, you're ready to receive Christ. Well, let me tell you something. You just got to believe. When you hear the word of the Lord, you got to believe. Because if you wait to Till you get ready, that's going to always be an excuse. Satan is good at presenting excuses to us. So if you hear this, in the day that you hear the voice of the Lord, don't harden your heart. Don't say no. Saying no to the Lord is like your heart becomes like clay or rock. And the more you say no to him, the harder the heart gets. So if you're listening to me today, and there is this urging in you to say yes to Jesus, now is the time. Come now. Come now. I'm going to pray a prayer of faith. I want you to follow me. Follow me in that prayer. If you don't know how to be saved or what you need to say, this is just to help you in this process. But once we pray the prayer of faith, you make the commitment, you need to connect with a church where you can grow in the Lord. I said earlier, don't stay out here uncovered. You got to grow. You got to be in a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church so you can grow in the Lord. If you, if you want, want Christ to come into your heart, can everyone stand, please? Pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I've never accepted you as my Savior and my Lord. But today, I want you to come into my life. Save me from my sin. 
I heard what the preacher said. You satisfied the righteous requirement of God's law so that I could be saved. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, Lord Jesus, will you come into my life? Please come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. Receive me as your child. I receive you today, Jesus. I receive salvation today. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Amen. I pray that you've been blessed by the message. And if you have, write to us. Let us know how this message has impacted your life. Or if you've made a decision for Christ today to follow Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, write to us and let us know that as well and give us your information so that we can follow up with you. You may write to us at Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. That's Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. Give us your email address or a way to contact you so that we can follow up with you. Also, we would like for you to sow into this ministry. If you've been blessed by this work, by the preaching of the gospel and the teaching of the gospel, and you would like to help further this cause, we're not just preaching here in the United States. We are preaching around the world. Through this podcast, our messages are being heard in many places around the world. We are actively working in eight countries in the world, on the ground in Liberia, Malawi, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Guinea, uh, Kenya, and Dominican Republic. So if you'd like to help us in this work, feel free to sow a seed to help further the preaching and teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the expanding of the kingdom of God. If you would like to give, go to topraise.org forward slash give. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Continue to pray with us and for us as we continue to spread this gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. God bless you.